Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, I have another amazing guest for you. I cannot wait to introduce her. Her name is Michelle Perda, and she is a mom of three, just like me, but she's a marriage coach for moms, and she helps moms deepen their connection and have easier conversations with their husband so they, they can love their marriage again. And I can't wait to talk to her because one of the things that I have really struggled with with building my business is the longer that I go without success, the more strain it seemed to put on my marriage. So I can't wait to hear her message. Welcome, Michelle. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. I just love what you do. I think it's so important. Marriage is very important and building a business and being a mom and doing all the things, I mean, it can have a big effect on it. Yeah, it can. I, I liken to uh, building a business to having another baby because that's what it really is. You love it just as much as your baby and you can get hyper-focused on it just like in the newborn stage where you kind of lose yourself and everything that used to be really, really important to you and still is, but it's taken the back burner for sure. A hundred percent agree. And I cannot wait to get into your message, but here on the Save Mama podcast, we have a tradition and we always like to start out with that one big question. How do you do it? How do you build your business and raise your babies while keeping your stability? <laughs> it's funny because I still don't really know how I do it. I just do it. But one thing that I highly prioritize is self-care. Without that, I would be so burnt out. I would not enjoy my life. I would just be doing the hustle and grind, which I'm very anti that, you know, I'm very much into the ease and flow as much as possible and, and enjoying life every step of the way, like as much as you can. Of course, there's times where you're going to feel down and you're going to feel up, right? But really trying to be present in your life and one way I do that is to make sure I get my self-care in and that could look different every day. When you're a mom, it's, your day is sometimes unpredictable. When I can, I have a specific morning routine that I follow and that looks like whatever works for you. I, for me, it's journaling, it's doing some meditation, deep breathing and starting out the day on my own terms. No one's talking to me. No one needs anything from me. No one's climbing on me. I don't hear screaming. I'm not mediating a fight between two brothers. Um, so it's really a great time for me to just enjoy the peaceful house, enjoy myself as a woman, not as a mom, not as a wife, not as something else other than what I came into this world as, which is me, right? 
And so whatever that looks like, that could look like enjoying my tea while it's hot and finishing it while it's hot and not microwaving it for the 10th time. <laughs> um, so yeah, every day looks different. I have my ideal self-care routine and then there's times where people wake up earlier than you expect them to, <laughs> or you sleep in later because it's just that kind of day where you need to honor your body and rest a little bit more. And then that day will look different. But I always make sure I do at least one thing each day to really check in with myself and be with myself as a woman. I love that. And that's a powerful message because you guys don't know this, but I know that she has a newborn four months <laughs> old, right? <laughs> yeah. So the fact that she's able to find time for herself, that's really important. And I love your message. Now back to that really fun topic of marriage and business building. <laughs> What do you have for us? How, how did you get started? So um, I actually got started because of my middle son. So I started off as a mom by being a stepmom, actually. So I got brought into this, this motherhood lifestyle before I was even ready. Although it was a choice, it was something that I wasn't really like looking for, obviously, right? Nobody looks to become... Um, a stepmom, you kind of just decide. It happens when you decide. So when my second son was born, I found myself not wanting to go back to work. It just tore me apart thinking about putting him in someone else's care, potentially bad things happening, or even just missing out on milestones. And so I never went back after maternity leave. So I used to do the nine to five thing. I was at one point in HR and then I did project management and I did all of the things that, you know, a mom that wants to stay at home does take surveys, do some VA work. And none of that work was really fulfilling to me. I kind of just felt like I was just doing things to make money and it didn't feel good. And I just kept exploring and exploring and I got encouraged to look into life coaching. And once I figured out what it was, because I had zero clue what that was, I had never even heard of a life coach prior to that point. Once I found out what that was, I just fell in love with it because it is so me. I've always been the type to look at both sides of the situation and tell it how it is. Like I tell people what they need to hear rather than what I think they want to hear from me. So I'm offering true support rather than enabling support, if that makes sense to you. And when I had my first several clients, I found myself constantly mentoring them and coaching them on their marriage. And that's what lit me up. And I'm telling the story this way because I didn't find out about me wanting to do this until I started coaching clients. And now looking back, it makes so much sense because of the marriage that brought me into this world and what I experienced growing up witnessing or not witnessing more so, a lack of communication, no connection, like they did not take time, they did not take time to connect, at least not that I could see. They were very much separate entities. Like my mom took on the traditional role of martyr, right? She did everything for the family. She did house cleaning. She did all of the 
the responsibility of taking care of the children, the homework, you know, just everything about us. And my dad did a little bit, but he was more so like the fun dad. He would watch sports every day. We would play games together. But when it came to parenting, that was very much so my mom's doing. And I mean, thinking back, I think I saw them be affectionate maybe a handful of times. Like hugging was not something I grew up seeing no less kissing like that's a whole other issue right and communication was not good at all and so because of that what I was modeled I took that and my relationships were impacted because of that and I often found myself blaming whoever I was dating like you made me feel this way you shouldn't have done that like I had zero accountability in my relationships and it really took several relationships for me to then realize huh why am i encountering the same issues with everyone i'm dating but why are they still like good guys there must be something off here i'm finding good guys to date but yet i'm still finding the same issues present so if i'm the common denominator then I have to start with me and figure out what I'm doing to create these situations for myself. And so that led me down to, you know, self-improvement, communication skills and all this stuff. And that is what I think has created my marriage today. We have a very open relationship where we communicate really well, we can solve problems really well, and we're true partners, but it didn't start off that way. We used to fight for hours where I'd be crying and then there'd be no solution because I didn't feel heard. But now when we, when we argue, cause it's inevitable, couples argue, like you, you can argue with a friend too, if you spend that much time with them. And we end up high-fiving each other because we're like, that was so much easier than before. We have gotten so much better at arguing. And I know that sounds funny, right? Like getting better at arguing, but it is a thing. It is a thing. And I mean, that's why I built a whole course around it, but I'll tell you guys more about that later. So that and who I became when my son was born, right? Like I, I, I was this woman who knew who I was and then I had this kid and it was just like, oh my gosh, breastfeeding trouble, like low milk production, weight loss for him. And I was just like, I was like a cow. Like uh, whenever I wasn't feeding him, I was pumping. And it's just like, okay, how do I get this going? How do I get my body to work quote unquote the way it should. Right. And I lost myself. I didn't care how I looked, didn't brush my hair, didn't care about how I dressed and did zero self care. And then started fighting with my husband more. Right. And then there comes a second iteration of becoming more of me inserting that self-care in, reintroducing who I was to myself so that I can claim myself as a woman and a mom and a wife, not just, oh, I'm mom now and that's my only role, right? So all of that has led me to become this type of coach, a marriage coach for moms because moms so easily fall into that in the fourth trimester, right? Forgetting who they are, neglecting their marriage unintentionally, 
and then suffering the consequences of neglecting said marriage, right? The fighting, the crankiness, the irritation, the disconnection, the hard conversations that feel impossible to get through that you might avoid or you might end up blowing up and, and behaving in a way where you're not proud of. Um, that is really what I love to help women with, to be able to voice what they need and feel heard in a way where he'll listen and work through it with you as a partner instead of shutting you down or rolling his eyes because he's like, there she goes again, nagging me, right? By the way, nagging does not work. <laughs> it nice. doesn't work. But um, so yeah, very long-winded answer to your question. That is how I became a marriage coach for moms. I felt like a lot of women resonated with that. And I was like, this feels really good to help women reclaim themselves to be more confident in their marriage. And that begets more connection with their husband. No, oh, I love it. I, I, I love everything you just said. And you're <laughs> right. I can identify with so much of what you said. And I was like, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Mm -hmm. Crap, that's me. <laughs> so 100% I can relate to you on and so many of the things you're talking about. And like you said, adding a business to the mix is like adding another child. Mm -hmm. And so can you talk about how, how do we business proof our marriages? I think that's an amazing concept. And where do we start? Yeah. So when starting a business, what is really important to remind yourself of, which I did not in the beginning, I had to come through another awakening of, whoa, 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 why am I doing this? Right. Cause like with a baby, I hyper-focused and everything else around me went to poop. So when you first start a business, you need to focus on why you're doing it, right? You might say, oh, so that I had something to do with my time or I have some higher purpose to fulfill. Yes, that could be true. Or you might say, because you want to financially contribute to the family. Yes, that might be true. But what does that help you do, right? What does that help you do? For me, it's to be able to spend time with my family, whether it's going on vacations without having to worry, right? It's being able to say, I get to set my own schedule. To do what though, right? To be able to do school drop-off and pick-up, to be able to go volunteer um, as a chaperone for field trips, to be able to say, oh, let's all go to the park and um, have a picnic or I'm going to do bedtime with them because I don't have to work late because I get to decide when I work and have clients that I love and would be friends with outside of the working relationship that we have, right? And not have to report to someone and feel like they own my time. So in the beginning, this is going to be very difficult to say, I already have this, but you need to be able to understand that you already have bits of things that you want. It's you that's stopping yourself from enjoying it, right? Don't feel like you have to reach a certain milestone, whether it's six figures or seven figures before you can enjoy your life, right? So there's this phrase of uh, be, do, have. You have to be the person, then do the things that that person has 
in order for you to have the things that you want. You don't do it backwards where you wait till you have it, then you do the things that, that this six or seven figure version of yourself has or does to be that version. So it's be, do, have. So however you can realize it in your life, whether it's setting your own schedule, ding, like you already have your time flexibility or saying, I'm not going to take on clients like this. Wonderful. You've already in a way shaped your, your world to be what you want it to be, right? You have to start giving yourself the permission to do that. So if it looks like taking Thursdays off, then you do that, right? So allowing yourself that space ties into your marriage because you're not going to be stressed out having this imaginary boss bark orders at you, right? Like your clients are not your boss. They're not. Your potential clients are not your boss either. You are. And when you are feeling good about what you're doing, how you're doing life, they're going to be more attracted to you rather than the burnt out version of you who feels resentful about your family, quote unquote, interrupting you when you're doing work or you having to respond at the drop of a dime whenever some potential client tries to message you and feel like your life is all up in arms, right? So really giving yourself that permission to have those boundaries in place for you will set the tone for your life and your family's life. And your husband will notice that instead of you feeling like you're tied to your phone or you're tied to your laptop and you have no time for anything else because doing that is what's going to lead to everything else in your life to fall apart. And this is why it's important to understand what your why is. Otherwise, all you'll have left is your business, but that's not why you started it. You didn't start the business to ruin your life. You started it to improve it. So what do you already have? Wow, that's a powerful message. I really like how you broke it down. And I guess I've never heard it before. The be, do, have. Mm -hmm. I really like that. And I'm definitely going to use that perspective from now on. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. So I'm not gonna lie. As I was listening to you, I was like, some of the things that you're talking about, I didn't even realize I was doing. Like what you said about time freedom. My schedule is my own. I go with the flow. I have certain times that I work and I guess I didn't even appreciate it as much as I should be or realize that I've, I've gotten that far already. See, this is why I love this podcast because I learn something new every single time. <laughs> Those are some great things we can do to start really changing our perspective and this will in turn will help our marriage correct absolutely it's just like self-care this is another way to practice self-care but through your business because looking at it from your your partner's perspective who's going to want to hang out with you if you're on edge all of the time or saying Shh, hold on hold on hold on hold on I'm, I'm doing this oh someone just messaged me let's stop what we're doing i gotta do this like the lack of attention that you're probably giving your partner doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to you because you constantly feel like you're going to miss a chance to have clients. You're going to miss your boat of 
like your boat to success. And meanwhile, your husband's just going to withdraw more and more and more. And next thing you know, you're successful and you're divorced. Is that why you started it? And also, what are you demonstrating to your kids by doing that, that you should have no boundaries with your work, that work should own you, and that work should come before your family? Is that truly what you want to show them? Now, I know everyone has different work ethics in their idea of what hard work looks like, but I say work as much as you want to in a way that fulfills you. If it starts to feel like you're becoming enslaved by your business, you are not doing it right. You need to rethink and redesign how you're working and what your boundaries are with yourself and your business. Again, I just, I really, really love your message. It speaks to me on so many different levels. I guess I kind of want to end this with, okay, I understand what you're saying. It's great. It's powerful yes to your message, but where do I start? What's one thing I can do today that'll help me get a little bit closer to having that marriage that withstands my business? Yeah. So to do this, I would recommend giving yourself some space, like when you're alone and asking yourself, what's the life I'm trying to build? Get really clear on what that vision looks like. How much are you working? Where are you working? What does your time with your husband look like? What does your family time look like? And start to make decisions that support that. Because we too often make decisions about what we have right now, what we know right now, our current situation, thinking that our goals are so far away. But what if you were to look at that goal and work your way backwards? What does that look like? So start to take aligned inspired action to help you get there so that you could feel good about it as much as you can along the way. Even if you don't have the financial results that you so want right now, I'm sure there are things that you have right now in your life that are already what you want. You already have what you want. It might not be to the fullest extent of what you want, but you have a puzzle piece of what you want. So it's just a matter of continuing to build out this puzzle to get the full vision of what your ultimate goal is, right? Again, be, do, have. What would the six-figure, seven-figure version of you do right now? What would they decide? Would they decide, I'm going to obsess about how sad I am that I didn't get that client? Or would they be like, there are plenty more what can I learn from this experience and move on? Wow. I'm over here smiling like a fool. You have an incredible message. I can feel your passion as you speak. <laughs> I, it's amazing. Where can we find out more about you? So you can find out more about me in my Facebook group. I really love hanging out there. I am constantly posting tips and just questions you can ask yourself to really stay intentional in your marriage so you can deepen your connection and have easier conversations. And that is called marriage and motherhood. It's got a great community of supportive women who are just like you, who want to stop waiting around for their, their marriage to magically get better. Like we do not have Disney marriages, right? And really start to lead change in your marriage and know that with consistency and practice that your husband will follow 
So join me there. I'd love to have you. I also am having a course called how to have tough conversations with your husband. So if you are struggling with tackling a specific topic with him, or maybe you guys are finding yourselves fighting about the same thing over and over again, and not reaching a resolution and having it be a sore topic in your marriage, or finding the right words to communicate what you mean in a way that he'll listen and want to support you, this course is for you. And you can find out more by either visiting my website or entering the marriage and motherhood community. But I would love to get to know all of you and connect with you more. Awesome, ladies. You heard it. She is incredible. I love her message. I think she can change lives. I have no doubt. And if you want more information, you can check the show notes as well. I'll have all the links there for you. Michelle, thank you so much. I had an amazing time interviewing you. Love your message. You are going to change the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you are struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.